I almost wonder if you try to make horrible noises like that as soon as we record because you want to get me riled up for when we start going. It's a good motivator, isn't it? You're like, oh, I, just get I need to get AJ's bastard I just, energy I just, up. <laughs> I need to make him angry at me. Ah! <laughs> and then you scream into the microphone and make horrible noises. And now here it is. Energy's here. You clip. I hate you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual <laughs> Successor. AJ just got done yelling at me a few minutes ago because I get him, I, I give him his bastard energy. They already he heard it. For me. <laughs> You're going to play it for them? Oh, yeah, I'm playing that. Oh, sweet. I'm one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I'm your other host, AJ Hart. What do we do on this podcast, AJ? This or, podcast or is Spiritual d- Successor, a yeah. video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games Inc. I'm your host, AJ Hart. We already stated that. Oh, yeah. On this podcast, <laughs> we take your guys' submissions that we've gotten through Twitter, through Reddit, through email, and we take those horrifying suggestions, and we turn those into the next video game AAA best-selling title. Speaking of titles, dude, how was your weekend? Um, that's the segue you're gonna go <laughs> yeah. with, huh? I had a very good weekend. You know what I did? What did you do this Copious weekend? amounts of heroin? No, cuddles. Oh, yeah, I had a lot of cuddling this weekend. It was, nice. very, it was very relaxing and wholesome and nice. And then I spooted a little. But you what? <laughs> hey, AJ, you got a submission for me? Okay, yeah, we're just gonna move on from that, I guess, because I don't want to know what that verb means. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a video game submission. We're tell just going to jump right into it. Yeah, tell me about it, brother. Squid System suggests a Persona game themed around the hit CBS comedy, uh-huh. The Big Bang Theory. Oh, great. So we just keep quoting the same fucking line over and over again. And then we also uh, are slightly misog- mis- misog- how do you- misogyny? Misogynistic? Miso- yeah, because that's basically what that show is yeah, about. Yeah, not slightly. Like, it's, <laughs> it's horribly really misogynistic. Fun. Like, Howard is not misogynistic. But he enables all of his piece of shit friends. Yeah. Which oh, is like, are you thinking about that one uh, video essay that we Oh, watched? yeah. I am totally. But here's the to nice that. thing about trying to convert the Big Bang Theory characters into Persona characters. Uh huh. They're already color coded for us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you're right. So, boom. That's easy. All right, cool. Um, what are their Persona stand thingies? Well, the big, tall, lanky one is Bazinga. Uh huh. There's another one that's like <laughs> he, the. The Indian guy, whose name I think is Raj. Raj, Raj yeah. Um, his persona would be called like uh, Jack Daniels because, like, and it would just be like a big. Oh yeah, because he was. Man. Yeah, because yeah, his drinks, whole thing is that he, comes... he gets really, really drunk and then does really, really sexist shit to women. Yeah. Why is this show so big? I don't know. Oh, because <laughs> it's got. It's all about branding, Blake. It's, well, it's, it's the it's Big about, Bang It's all theory. about geek culture. This is what geeks really are like. We hate women, don't we? Yeah, fuck yeah, that Yeah, we show. do hate women. But like, the reason <laughs> Jesus why Christ. But the reason why it's fuck so popular, show. Blake, is because of the branding. Big Bang Theory. Big's in the name. Uh-huh. I, you realize I hate this show, right? Yeah, I know. And that's why I'm going to make you <laughs> dig deep on this. How about, I give so you a, in, how about I give you a better video game idea? I've got one. Because it's more relevant. Can I get one joke? One more joke? One more joke? As long as you? it's funny. So in the Persona games, they all have like a horrible, horrifying thing that they have to do to get their Persona out. Like in Persona 3, they have to shoot a gun uh, in their head. In Persona 5, they peel their face off. Uh-huh. I'm sure they do horrifying things in the other Persona games, but I don't know any. Uh-huh. Um, Is it, do they have to talk to a girl? Because that's really painful. <laughs> They have, to, <laughs> they have to give a real apology to somebody. <laughs> and then their brains explode. They start bleeding out of their ears. And then a big persona appears and behind they, them. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> they just become normal-ass people after that. There's <laughs> like normal-ass respectable people. And that's how the game ends. That's it. <laughs> but then their cool fantasy outfits. Um, one of them's just dressed like the Flash. Um, the one with the horrible bowl cut. He probably just runs around in like a mankini. 
Um, the dude with glasses just takes off his glasses in his cool like f- crime fighting outfit. Who's? Oh, you mean Howard? Yeah, I think is his name. Why do you know all their names, Blake? Because I grew up in a family that loves that. Show. I grew up in a family. <laughs> we live. <laughs> we live in a family. <laughs> I'm going to be the new Joker, but my vendetta is against Big Bang Theory. Me, <laughs> we just, live in a family, Blake. It's just, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that dancing scene on the stairs. <laughs> but it's just me throwing it's the Big like, Bang Theory song in the background while you're spinning around, and I'm just throwing like Green Lantern and Flash shirts, and just or just setting them on fire and shit. <laughs> All right, I got a game submission for you. Okay, so Death Stranding came out. Give me um, one second. It got warm again, so I need to take my sweater off. Uh, you're wearing your Senpai Notice Me shirt. I, I'm getting a little midriff and a, oh, a little nipple going on there. <laughs> I am thoroughly uncomfortable. <laughs> I give me your video game submission now. So Death Stranding came out, right? Yeah. Um, this new cool backpack game. I think I've I and I think I've talked about it on the podcast. I've been on and off with that game. Dude, your journey with like this was, game like, has been so wild because you were so excited about it for so very long. And then the trailer came out where like he peed <laughs> and you messaged our group chat and you were like, what must it have been like for the people that worked with Kojima when they thought he was a genius and then realized he was actually a sexual deviant? And I was like, <laughs> what a specific thing to call well, Kojima. I, but you're right. Dude, you know what? You know what we can say this and Duke Nukem, Nukem Forever have in common now? They both have a P scene. They both have multiple P scenes. And both of them, probably bad. But I actually saw some gameplay from it. And I'm like, oh, hey, this looks really, really beautiful. And I get to drink Monster in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Monster? I'm drinking another one right now. So Hideo Kojima hit us up. Okay. And he scheduled a meeting with Spiritual Successor. And, you know, I, I, I we have about five minutes before he gets here. Oh, shit. And this is what we have to do, AJ. Okay. Sorry. This comes to us from the wonderful Too Many Bees. Hideo Kojima is coming over, and you have to create a weapon to surpass Metal Gear before he arrives. Pitch me out. Uh, we'll do this. Okay. So, do you want me to go? Because I can go, and I'll end the whole bit, and we'll go on to the next game, because I have the answer. No, no, no. no. I got a little So bit. you can go first. I got, I got a little game design going on okay. here. Okay. So it's going to be a card game, and it's going to be like okay. Super Fight, where it's just going to be drawings of random-ass objects. Okay. So you, it has a minimum of three people. So one of one person needs to do their best Hideo Kojima um, pers- persona. They have to leave the room Impersonation for is the word you were looking for. Hey, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> So then you, the two people that are left have to create, draw like five cards or whatever from various images. Okay. It could be like pickle, gatling gun, bear, and monster truck. And you need to come up with what that mo- that mech would look like. Now, are you allowed Metal to create Gear. your own name for it? Or do you have oh, yeah. to say robot mech pickle monster no, truck you, bear? Of course you come up with your own name. That's, okay. That's what you got to do. It's like So if I got that those cards, yeah. I would be like, oh, this is my advancement beyond uh-huh. metal gear uh-huh uh-huh do you want to do a random word generator and you and i have to come up with what the metal gear would be yeah do you have a word generator i can open one up really right, quick. fire up a word generator and then we'll here's the thing i've played <laughs> here's a list of all of the metal gear universe games that i've played so i know that the, i'm gonna have a real ripe vein for good metal gear names i've played exclusively metal gear rising isn't that the one no wait no that's that's where you have cyborg in it which one's the one where um where Leopard Boy does the cool gun tricks. I think that's Metal Gear Solid. That's not his 3? name, is it? The guy, the gun juggler is Liquid Ocelot. 
Oh, it's Ocelot. I'm, yeah. I was thinking of a different cat. My bad. <laughs> I got a word generator for you. Okay. Hit me with some hit me with some words. How many words do you want? I want four words, and then from there I'm gonna tell you what whether one, what the name of this weapon is, and two, whether it's a more powerful weapon than Metal Gear. Wait, how many how many words do you want? I want four words. Now not all of the words are gonna be part of the part of my answer. Some of the words will be part of the extended cutscene. That is part of the introduction of this weapon and or character. Okay, here you go. Here you go. Here's, okay. your, here's your four words. Hurt, rely, grind, and contempt, condemn. Here's my problem, Blake. None of those are nouns. <laughs> oh, check it out. Check this out, Blake. I found a weapon more powerful than Metal Gear. Emotions. Hey, AJ, That's just the plot of Metal Gear Solid. Hey, AJ, AJ, I can give you a mech here. Okay. So it says grind on it, right? Now imagine a three-story- This better not be a butt-grinding thing, like dancing. You thought I was going to get that blue? That was last episode. I got <laughs> oh, that okay. blue at the beginning of no the episode. No more blue. It's a giant mech skateboarder that grinds and is on a, is condemned to have the longest grinding streak of all time, but in doing so, has grinded over all of the nation's capital buildings. Okay. So it's a nuisance to society. And what's the name of this weapon? Hurt. Okay. <laughs> I have a quick question for you, Blake. How much experience do you have with the Metal Gear games? I've played Metal Gear Solid Five for two levels, and I realized the game was dumb. So here's my question. Do you know what a Metal Gear is? It's a giant mech, isn't okay, it? Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, it's cool, a cool, giant... cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, AJ, I don't what? know if you realize this. Uh, hello, everybody. We uh, we film short films every now and again. We filmed a uh, Splinter Cell film, and one of them was making Metal Gear references because of me, you piece of shit. Did it make a Metal Gear reference? Yeah. It's uh, like they were giving the the weapon to surpass Metal Gear. <laughs> oh, okay. Give the whole, all right, here, I got some more nouns for you. Wait, I have a, I, can I just tell you what the weapon beyond Metal Gear is? What? Mad Mickelson. Does anybody here get that reference? Because I don't. <laughs> is this a Metal Gear Solid? I'm sorry, a Metal Gear Rising uh, reference? What is this? Mads Mikkelsen is the guy that's been in all of the, like, he's in Death Stranding. It's the guy that Kojima keeps on jerking off on social media. He's like, check this out. Here, uh, we have, in my video game, you have bloody Mads Mikkelsen, angry Mads Mikkelsen, sad Mads Mikkelsen, horny Mads Mikkelsen. What is horny? A Mads Mikkelsen what that'll the... wink at you and no, then what smile is... and say, is this a how's person? it going, baby? Is this a yeah, per... this is an actor. Is this an actor? Yeah. Do you think Kojima has a crush on Mads Mikkelsen? Oh, does he have a crush on Mads Mikkelsen? <laughs> so, Blake, this is our game. This is our game wait wait We've you've been, never heard about this no you i haven't heard I've ne- dude i don't follow hideo kojima the only thing i followed was pt which okay. is a fucking shame because it was gonna have guillermo in it like yeah, as a part he was of gonna it dra- well, was, it was gonna be killer it was gonna be an amazing game yeah it would have been great the demo was like scarier than most games coming out now suck on a dick blair witch project yeah um <laughs> no okay so the entire time the death stranding game was like in development uh-huh. kojima would not stop tweeting about mads mickelson <laughs> Like, would not stop doing it. He'd, be, he'd like, keep on uploading screenshots of Mads Mikkelsen. How? And he'd be like, check out how handsome he is here. Oh, such Wait, powerful Mads, eyeballs. Mads Mikkelsen, that's the Ooh, guy with the golden mask, right? look at the, the lips mask, on right? this Mads Mikkelsen, man. Ooh. Is that the guy with the golden mask? Um, I have no idea what imagine, role he plays imagine being in the Death lead, Stranding. Imagine being the lead of, like, a hundred-plus hour game, and you're not being the one being tweeted about by the game creator. <laughs> Imagine being, I don't know your like, real name. I'm so Norman sorry. Norman Reedus? Yeah, being Norman Reedus. <laughs> well, and everybody's, and he's, Hideo Kojima's like, I'm so proud of this game. I'm so excited for it. Check out the non-protagonist actor I have I love in this all game. of the talented actors I have in my video game. <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen, Guillermo del Toro. Sad Edgar Mad Wright. Wait, Edgar Wright's Mads in this? Mikkelsen again. <laughs> Sad Corbin Beepus. 
Oh, oh sorry, I misread that. More ongrown fetus? Is that right? <laughs> Shit. Man, what's the name of the lead of my video game? Dude from Boondock Saints? <laughs> Shit, what was your name? Ah! <laughs> It's just, not my fault. You're just not you, sexy. You, what was your name? You know, it was. You know, what probably happened. What he would just always he wouldn't learn. Kojima never learned his real name, so he'd just be like, "Hey, Walking Dead guy," because he <laughs> he just that's how you would refer to him. I would. Okay, I, you know what? It also, might be. What if? <laughs> okay, so I don't know much about the story of this video game. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I know that you have like all these like babies in jars that you need to protect, and I think it starts it's just one. Is it just one? I, I honestly don't know. Okay. Well, okay, we'll say it's one. And it stars Norman Reedus. And the entire uh-huh. like story of the game is that, like, from my mind, Norman Reedus is running around trying to protect this little baby. Uh-huh. And I almost wonder if Kojima has built this as an allegory for the fact that Norman Reedus needs to take care of his own child because Norman Reedus has apparently decided he fucking hates his kid. Do you know what his son's name is? No. <laughs> Is is it, is it as memorable as his real name? Because I don't know his real name. You're not ready for this kid's name, by the way. Oh, is it is it like is it like Kanye West's kid's name? Like I don't, I forget what they named their kid, but I know it was bad. It's like something. It's like a river. Are you ready to hear Norman Reedus's baby's name? Sure, Mingus. <laughs> Does he grow fucking moonshine? It sounds like a. I'm sorry. It sounds like it sounds like a, a deep south, like lost in. Hey, Nor- Mingus, can you come on? Did you go catch dinner? This poor kid's name is Mingus Lucian Reedus. Oh, say Mingus- that three times. Say that three times fast. Mingus Reedus. Mingus Reedus. Mingus Reedus. No, you got to say the full name. Like you got to say named- the full name. Mingus, Mingus Lu- Lucian Reedus. That's not as fun to say. <laughs> Mingus Reedus is a lot more fun because it sounds like the kid was named by fucking Doctor Seuss. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> hey, Mingus Reedus, have you had your green eggs and ham? <laughs> There's a Mingus in my Reedus. <laughs> oh wait, hold on, hold on a second. Is his real name Norman Reedus? And I'm just. Yeah, the guy's real name is okay. Norman Reedus. What is his, his son's name? name is Mingus Reedus. What is his name in Walking Dead? Because I thought Norman Reedus was his name in Walking Dead. I think it's like Dale or Dave or some shit. Oh, is it, it's Daryl. Yeah, Daryl. Yeah. Oh my God, I thought. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's a really good actor. I oh feel yeah, really no, he's shitty really about it. Like, <laughs> he's a really good actor. Like, I, hey, I'm totally kidding. I'm sure he loves his kid. I just thought it was funny to say that his Mingus. son's name is like literally the worst name I've ever heard of. Mingus and son? I come from a hometown where I knew a kid whose first name was Colby and his last name was Jack. <laughs> this kid's birth fucking name was Colby Jack. Was he spicy? Or he was is he a nice kid? He's a pretty plain, plain cheese kid. Is it pretty? You, I'm sorry. Are you coming into here to claiming that Colby Jack is a plain cheese? Well, I'm saying it would contrast the name because Colby Jack is a spicy cheese. But if this it's guy, it's not was, spicy. This, okay, it has jalapenos in it. It's a little spicy. No, Colby Jack's the one that's like cheddar and white cheese. What the fuck am I thinking of? Colby Jack. That that is what you oh, said. Oh shit! That, you dumb motherfucker. Fuck! What's the spicy <laughs> cheese? I think it's Colby Jack, isn't it? No. It's, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, you want to give me a video game idea? Because we really lost it. <laughs> okay, so just to recap, we're, uh, we whatever you draw, it always has to equal... Um, 
Oh yeah, you get, you draw a bunch of cards for this video game. Uh, you get to decide what the name is. The third player that's playing uh, Hideo Kojima <laughs> comes in, and then you have to pitch why yours is the superior weapon. But it always has to be what's that faces guy that he tweeted about. Yeah. Oh no, if you draw the Mads Mickelson card, you win. Oh, it's an automatic win. Oh, oh, oh yeah. All right. You Unless pitch, you, you draw like ugly Mads Mickelson, <laughs> in which case you have to burn the entire deck because that's impossible. <laughs> You gotta you gotta have a, uh, a damaged deck. <laughs> Are you perspective? You pitch me a game, brother. This suggestion comes on Twitter again. This comes from Brooke Wilson at Guileless Argon. Brooke suggests custom Robo, but you are playing as mice with little clonky cardboard mechs. Oh, I love it! Now, did you ever play custom Robo? <laughs> Is that the the Lobo thing where you are the you have the the robot no pack or whatever? Custom Robo was this like. It was like one of my favorite GameCube games. So like what mm-hmm. it was was it was like this arena shooter. Mm-hmm. And like you would get a bunch of like jetpacks and guns and stuff and you just jumped around and dashed and shot lasers at each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um I remember there being a huge JRPG element, but I mm-hmm. don't remember exactly how much of the story really mattered. Mm-hmm. I just remember being able to build a lot of really, really fun, colorful robots. Okay, so, and you want to do that with little hamster mechs. Yeah, little mices. Oh, okay, what is And that? so I'm thinking some, like, real tale of Despero shit. Like, maybe it's all, like, fantasy-themed. Oh, I love it. Little mices. Okay, you know what? There's, um... There was a thing, there was a game, uh, I was playing this VR game. It was a tower defense VR game the other day, but it did something that I've never seen before. You actually can walk through your the area that you are doing the tower defense, and you have to like pick up people and place them okay. around this. So what if you did a thing where like you actually had, it blew up, you can actually take pieces and put them on your mice... Uh, the way you want, so like you to you become the mice, okay, and you're building you're, you're building it like Diva does in Overwatch. So you're like you're a mech mechanic that then goes and pilots that same mech because you and I were talking about this I'm the other day. Into the idea VR of you mechs. having like a VR space that you can look around in, but like kind of the thing about Custom Robo that was so unique was the mm-hmm. fact that it really was like this. You as the camera were looking down on this little 3D digital map mm-hmm. that your little robot was jumping around in. Mm-hmm. And so it was like it was like an arena shooter, mm-hmm. but you were on a locked camera. It's really, really weird. Mm-hmm. But if you were like in third person and you could look around the map and like if you move to the left, you like obstacles would change because you have like the little arena in a 3D space. Mm-hmm. That would be kick ass. Can I pitch you on like a little little thing? So it has okay. the custom robo designs right yes i want to keep it a vr game and here's why like inside the arena i want to keep i just like the whole thing's a vr game i want you just okay i'll stay with you stick stick with me so the game opens up you're in a garage and you are a mice you you are you have the first person view of of a mouse and you can grab pieces of cardboard or things that you know like micey things like bits of like a like a battle bot sort of thing so you have like um uh what's it called a mouse trap on your back or something yes that's cool then you then during the battles you actually get in the cockpit and are controlling the mech from the inside so you have to like pull cardboard levers and all of these fun little things and beat the shit out of everybody else i'm yes that sounds very cool mm-hmm. but that's actually, completely different than custom robo i'm i'm not familiar with custom robo okay <laughs> so... that's that's totally fine <laughs> so okay so what would you do i like this idea that you are like first person in the mice um thing mm-hmm. so i maybe maybe we'll abandon the custom robo aspect no we can't do that to to brooke okay fine we won't i'm gonna try 
I'm just going to pull up a video of Custom Robo's uh-huh. gameplay so uh-huh. you can kind of see what I mean because you... it really is like a pretty unique style of mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can you can customize the robot itself and you would customize like the armor and the weapons that you have. Mm-hmm. But I'm mm-hmm. really into this idea that like if it's a VR game, you're looking down at the arena and you watching it can move around in 3D space, mm-hmm. but you'd still have a controller to control your little robot guy. Okay, so seeing this, seeing this, maybe it would be best to abandon the VR concept. Here, so, here's some gameplay of it. Yeah, I, I was like, it, oh, that's so cool. I love the little neon Tron like look of it. Oh, the game's aesthetic is so good. It's, and, so, like, it's so cool. Okay, but like now imagine this, but it's in like a little, it's in a pet shop. So you're, yeah, it's, you're like, it's a pet shop. Maybe maybe that's the game. Then it's mm-hmm. like you're actually like you have a mouse mm-hmm. and like you're in the customization spaces in 3D and you can like grab gear and put it on your little mouse. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then when you go to the fights, you take the mouse and you put it in a big like in a big cage. And then you control the mouse with a controller. Oh, that's and cute. you run the run the mouse around. And in mm-hmm. 3D, you can look around the arena mm-hmm. to see what the other mouse is up to. Oh, that's cute. And you control your little mouse in like a little like battler. I... Now, question: Does this bring us a little bit too close to semi-realistic watching mice fight? <laughs> um, only if. Uh, is this going to be hyper violent or is it going to be adorable violent? Adorable violent. So like instead of like so they have like rocket say they have like rocket um jets on their back. Yeah. So they fire it, but it's just like a pencil. But yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. but it's like blunt pencils, like unsharpened pencils, or it's or it's just nerf darts or like nerf darts is good. Yeah, or the like maybe one of them has like um they like turn into a tank and just fire like paper airplanes at people. That'd be and cool. Then it, and then it picks up the mice and like flies them off the side. Like that's how they get taken out. Like you have yes, to knock yes, your opponent yes. off of when, the stage. When their health like drops, they uh-huh. just like like start to lay on the floor and somebody has mm-hmm. to re- you watch a big human hand reach in and pick it up. Oh, it's dark. <laughs> You could do like the uh, you could do like a little background thing where you can like see people like betting money or something. Yes, like <laughs> you could do a thing where like it has an online function where like other people can join in the lobby and look around this 3D arena that's there. Oh my god! What if like you you know what thing I really love and I think there's this new battle royale game that is trying to implement it. It's like takes place in like the 60s. Um, it's a basically the players that lost are still speculating the game but they can add things to the environment for the other people to use. Oh, that's interesting. And I th- actually I think we talked about that on a previous episode is like you're a, once you're a ghost, you became a ghost, you could like um help your partner in the game. Oh yeah. So like I maybe, think we've talked about something like that. So maybe the audience can place bets on things and whoever has the least amount of bets gets like an upgrade or something. Oh yeah. So like they if can, they we, win Sort of like here. Here's the thing. So, or like, are you talking like if the odds are stacked against them, they are given, game, They'll get a health boost. Yeah, or they'll get a health boost, or they'll get like a cool little robot arm upgrade because they lost. Okay, it. that'd be cool. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, you this game seems cool. Why don't you pitch me another video game? Okay. All right, this one comes to us from Carly Ray Joe Star at Alex Creech Rock Band, but it's just four microphones, and instead of music and your friends, instead of music. You and your friends have to fan dub animes. So, hell yeah. You remember Ghost Story? Oh, of course I remember Ghost Stories. If none of you have ever heard of this story, basically it was a really, 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 really bad anime in Japan that was sold for like next to nothing to Aniplex. Uh, I think Funimation. Funimation. Some dubbing company got it. Yeah. And they were like told their voice actors, like, hey, this is a really low stakes thing. It's not going to really sell well. Do something we've never heard before. <laughs> so it just became this like it, it's not hilarious in my opinion, it's but it is very funny. But it is also like 
it's a very of its time. So like oh, yeah. on one hand, I definitely want to recommend it because it is it can be very funny. On the, the other story hand, of it is cool. It is definitely early 2000s humor and a lot of those jokes do not land anymore oh, because they are pretty yeah. problematic uh, i think the thing that really took me out of it was like a lot of the jokes were like really rapey and yeah. i was like oh but then but then you'd also have like people being like fuck that i don't want to fight a ghost and it'd be like watch out she's a ghost and a bitch <laughs> it's really funny it has a lot of funny moments in it but do if you're interested do be warned some of those jokes don't land very much okay. anymore. Okay, AJ, I have a real real question for you. So say what? you and I are playing this game. What would be the anime you and I would set out to redub if in our I own? I could redub any anime. I'd say I would love to see our rendition of Gurren Lagann because it's already perfect, so we can make a fucked up version of it. I would want to redub a show that I don't like. Oh, like, what show? Because like I feel like if we were to do a real time fan dub of like something I do like, uh-huh. it would hurt me. Why it would we... hurt me to destroy Gurren Logon. About... I can't bring myself to do that. How about we? How about we keep it topical? We'll redub Doctor Stone and make it funny. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Stone might be funny. You, that's a bull. I plan. watched the first episode and I'm like, oh, you want a fan? Is, this is boring. There's no stakes. There's nothing. And it's like it's like I willed myself to stay alive all these years. Fuck like, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Fuck no, him and his celery ass hair. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> This is how I would redub it. It's like, hello, I'm Dr. Stone. My hair is made of celery. <laughs> it would be that, but for 12 I like episodes. Your, I like your protagonist voice. You like my, like, hey, I'm ready to do action things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet. I should be a voice actor or host a podcast or something. You should. You should host a podcast, Blake. <laughs> do <laughs> Make it about anime. If I could redub Clanid, that'd be fun. Really? Yeah. That one? I really, I, like... I really don't like Clanid. Mm, I like Clanid after dub? story. Like the second season's really good, but the first season is so bad. Is it because of just the performances were bad or the Oh no, the bad? performances are fine. It just like story wise it was it's very boring and not good. Mm, but like you can't really fix that as a as a thing. Watch you know? me. Oh, we're gonna edit it. <laughs> is this, are we just basically gonna do this like the Sonic fan dubs? We're gonna do it exactly like the Sonic fan dubs. We'll just talk about like Fortnite and butt stuff hey you ready to listen to some butt rock <laughs> that's my sonic voice that also sounds like my anime voice your anime protagonist <laughs> my voice. anime protagonist voice hey hey buddy pitch me a game all right i got one for you <laughs> preferably it has i don't know where that joke is going this one comes from gazer on twitter at just gazer okay <clears throat> nice burp thanks <laughs> gazer suggests a noir detective story but you are a Roomba. Fuck, I love this. This would be so cool. Okay, so as long as it's a Roomba that has a fedora on it. <gasps> AJ, here's a here's I have a story. question here's for you. Story. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, okay, go How ahead. familiar are you with Chibi Robo? Chibi Robo, not familiar Chibi at all. Chibi Robo was another video game for the GameCube era. Okay. The the gist of it was that you played a little robot that ran mm. around a big house and you were helping clean. Uh-huh. Uh, the way that the game kind of like had a progression system was that as you cleaned more stuff, you could get upgrades to your battery life. Uh-huh. If you had more battery life, you could explore deeper into the house without needing to find a plug. Uh-huh. Oh, so it's like a man... It's like a hunt... It's like a mansion. It's a Roomba in a giant yeah, we could do this, mansion. Yeah, we could do a game kind of like what they did with uh, Chibi Robo, where like mm-hmm. you explore the house and like you have like a little recharge station. And as you clean up more in the house, you can come back and recharge bigger and badder and mm-hmm. maybe clean up bigger things. It could also be like do it Luigi's Mansion style. Like once you... You fight, like say, what's a noir thing? Well, I don't know how you would pair cleaning to noir. I think what it would be is like it's a noir themed like 
I think a building. murder. I think it's a it's murder. Definitely has a to murder happen. mystery in this home, and mm-hmm. you are the Roomba that was left there. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a big mansion. There was a murder. Could now, you? Are we talking noir, like old timey noir, or like a neo noir, like um... Roombas? I mean, no, it would because Roombas dumb. didn't exist back then. N- but it'd be fun. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's okay. So here's here's the thing. Here, let's try this on for a second. Okay. So Roomba's clean. Yeah. They have to go and investigate all of the different murder scenes by cleaning them up, and they can collect data on it. So like, oh, you need to get that footprint. You got to clean it up, and then you'll understand. You you're, you're like scanning it or some shit. So you have to take a blood sample or, or like some bullshit. By cleaning stuff, you'll be mm-hmm. like like, oh, there's a pencil over here. This pencil mm-hmm. shouldn't be in the kitchen. What's it doing oh. here? And then you're like, you, you, then like maybe you get an upgrade where you get a jump. And then uh. if you can do the jump, you can start Roomba-ing on the countertop. And like, what? what's this? Pi- a will? Why Agent- was a will being written in the in the kitchen? I, Who did this? I have a really fun idea. I'm, okay, so okay, what do you got? So this is a mansion that was foreclosed like 40 years ago. Okay. Because like maybe the, the owners went missing. So this Roomba, for, for some mysterious reason, turned on 40 years later to discover like... Oh, it, this place actually closed because there was a murder within here and nobody yeah. solved it. So they have to clean up this dusty ass gross mansion, but also solving this murder. You clean up the mansion so, while learning clues. about the yeah, exposing the clues. You leave the clues. You're mm-hmm. getting rid of everything else except mm-hmm. for like the body, the murder miss, the murder tool, mm-hmm. and like if you can find a clue for the reasoning mm-hmm. that. Oh, I love this. I love this so much. All right. Let's put a pin in this. Okay, let's put a pin in this. Pi- I want to pitch you a game I've been thinking about all day. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Death Stranding 2. What? Actually, no. I got I got. This is a mod. This isn't my pitch, but okay. uh, Sweet so- this comes to us for Death Stranding. Uh, Sweet Soft Boy at Nick This comes to Nick us Smock. from Death Stranding? This is about Death Stranding. Oh, okay. Um, Sweet Soft Boy uh, at Nick Smock on Twitter. A mod for Death Stranding where you can actually see Norman Reedus's ding-dong Norman Reedus's penis, if you will. all right let me pitch you my actual game all right we know this is gonna happen right do you remember that whole issue that happened with like black rain or heavy rain where like they had the model done for the actress naked and they didn't tell anybody but when it went to pc people like hacked and moved the camera free and they were like that's weird they put a whole naked body model here it wasn't like her body, but it uh-huh. was her likeness now naked. Uh-huh. And there was a whole lawsuit thing that went around that. I've never heard of that. Because That's, and that is insanely fascinating. Oh actually. yeah, no, it's kind of interesting to look into because like mm-hmm. she was really the actress and like her agency were like, you guys never had permission to use my likeness in like a nude format. Mm-hmm. And then it was but like, why? okay, but this isn't your body, but it is her likeness yeah. on this model. But how? What is it that? How does that? Why did they need to capture a naked likeness? Uh, the, the character was showering, and so they had a naked model doing like a like a body model doing uh, the shower scene. Okay. It wasn't like a real person; it was just like the digital asset was a naked woman. Yeah. And so when people moved the camera, they were like, "Holy shit! They have a whole naked girl here. There's boobies." How old is Heavy Rain now? Uh, it's pretty old. Okay, because I was picturing this as like it was like early computer games, where it'd be like. I'm gonna move no, the camera. No, not gonna that move, old. I'm gonna move the camera to see some polygon titties. You know? <laughs> I was I think thinking, it, is that kind of vibe? I think it was like early place. I think it was like PlayStation Three era. So like, really, it's, it's late okay. enough that the boobs looked like the right shape, but late early but, enough that they didn't have a realistic jiggle. That's <laughs> you, sir. Have not played any <laughs> mid two thousands Jippin games. <laughs> 
But like when we when this game get, when when Death Stranding goes to PC, which we already know it is. When it goes to PC, we're going to be see some PP. If yeah. You will. Yes. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Someone's going to like de-hook the computer and find out whether or not we're seeing Norman Reedus peepus. So did Kojima, was, the absolute I, madman, decide to put in Norman Reedus's penis? He didn't. He did put in the other dude's penis, though. Mads Mikkelsen? Mads Mikkelsen's penis. <laughs> I, I can't. Mads, Mad, Mad, Mads Mad, Mikkelsen's pickle, son. Mads Mikkelsen's mickle. His mickle maker. His mickle maker. Shake your mickle maker, please. <laughs> Is, hello, I'm Kojima. Can you uh, show me your mickle, please? <laughs> <laughs> Kojima, you res- he just ekes out weirdness. Okay, but I have a... Speaking of Peepus, I actually... That segues into my next game, okay. if you don't mind. All right, so this is the game idea I was thinking about all fucking day. Is and this I, your nug submission? This is my. This is the thing I think I can make a nug out of. All right, let's see it. This comes to us on our uh, Reddit, r slash spiritual underscore successor, uh, from user Too Many Bees. Play through a day in the life of Danny Sexbang, as told by NSP Lyrics. I don't know. I know. I love NSP. AJ turned me on to them. Yes. Or actually, you turned me on to Game Grumps, which led to NSP, basically. Yes. Um, and <laughs> I love this because I, I sat and watched every single NSP music video today. Okay. Just like oh, you've done a lot of R- <laughs> R&D for this. I don't, I actually had a fun little conversation with uh, with Too Many Bees uh, where we were just quoting NSP lyrics at one another. Okay. Um, because in our if, if you guys notice, in our last, last week's episode art, the university we're going to is the University of Fucking Keeping It Real yes. from the Attitude City. That's <laughs> a very video. good. So, Danny Sexbang is a multifaceted man. Yeah, he sexes a lot. Uh huh. Um, he does do a lot of sexes, but also does very little sexes. It's a weird dichotomy. Yeah, like three minutes of ecstasy, and then there also is like sometimes he goes on I a cry. whole gangbang across the entire continental USA. He did, he did go to. Um, to year 6969 and brought sex to the universe. And then sometimes he invites like 20 some odd women to an orgy and none of them show up because they all have better things to do. That song's an anthem. Oh, orgy for one is <laughs> so fucking good. That song got me okay. through some dark times. <laughs> some solo rounds, if you will. <laughs> just blasting that while you're just being. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. So I was thinking it would be really, really cool. Um, if it's if we follow Danny Sexbang, but we introduce some sort of fighting element to it, because I notice in a lot of their songs, Ninja Brian kicks ass. Ninja Brian kicks ass, but I'm thinking maybe Ninja Brian isn't there because it's a Danny Sexbang game. You, it could be like Luigi, as you play the game once and you beat it as Danny Sexbang, and then you could play it again as Ninja Brian this time. Okay. So, and he has higher jumps. He can just, he just, it, it becomes like the laser dragon scene okay. from Blood Dragon, where he just has the ninja star that insta kills everything. Now, this reminds me of a game that I've tried to get you to play multiple times, and every time you say, it's not fun, I hate it. What game? Near Automata. It's not fun, I hate it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this game rules, but Nier Automata has this whole system where like, you go through most of the game with 2B and uh-huh, 9S, uh-huh. and then when you get to the credits, the game starts over, and you play it all again, but as 9S mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of 2B. And a lot of the game, they're like together, and so you experience a lot of the same stuff, but also there's a good amount of the game that they're completely separate. Mm-hmm. So we could do that with this game of mm-hmm. like one route you go through as, Ninja, as uh, Danny Sex Bang, and uh-huh. like... You have like the same general controls, but except mm-hmm. maybe uh, 
maybe Danny Sexbang has like a a bunch of skills that Ninja Brian doesn't have. Like oh, yeah. Danny okay. Sexbang has like a performance thing and like mm-hmm. he can do music and like mm-hmm. solve all sorts of puzzles. And I'd say he's also um, way more ag- agilic yes. than w- what's-his-face is. Ninja Brian? Also, also, if you will. Did you just call Ninja Brian what's-his-face? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a Danny Sexbang game. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Brian, please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ninja Brian, stop! Ninja Brian, let him go. I'm sorry. Okay, ah. he's sorry. He's sorry. Please let him go. Please. Please, are we good? He doesn't Blake. speak, but he nodded in in in, in uh, slow disposition. He's just looking at us now. <laughs> he's flipping us off with both hands. And the third Inside. hand. He brought his foot up, and he's flipping <laughs> us off with that. Okay. Okay. Are so, you going to... I think... Uh, is he just going to stand there for the rest of this podcast? Probably. Hi, Ninja Brian. Can you play us a sweet keyboard solo? Nope. He ain't going to. He's oh, just shaking his head. Oh, holy shit. He's playing, he's oh, playing he, right now. Look at that. Oh, that's so good. That's a good keyboard solo. You're going to have to put a keyboard he's looking, here. He's looking at you dead on the entire time he's playing the keyboard. He has not moved his eyes from you. Yeah. But his, his well, he's actually, one hand is still flipping me off. The other two are playing a sweet keyboard solo right now. Okay. So here's what, I'll tell you what, I'm going to keep my eyes on him while we do this podcast for the rest of the time. <laughs> and if he makes any movements that aren't any of his three arms playing the piano, I will let you know and you need to move immediately. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so the one thing that they always do is they always have like night themes. So it's like Sir Daniel Sexbang. Yes. I think it would be, what if, because oh, there's so many cool things we could do. Because we could do like the Starlight Brigade thing where it's like all a space opera game. Which yeah, could but be that wasn't Danny Sexbang. That was another fictitious character it that was, we don't know the It name was of. twerp. It, you're right. It was twerp. Um, okay, so he has his to go on a mission to save the Suicide Girls. And you know who the Suicide Girls are? Like the modeling company? Yeah. Did you know like a lot of the girls that show up in the NSP video- music videos are Suicide Girls? That doesn't surprise me yeah, at the, all. The girl with pink hair from um, uh, from Dragon Slayer. Is, oh. it's a, she's a Suicide okay, Girl. Okay, because I know that the girl from uh, Eating Food in the Shower also yep. was yep. a Suicide Girl. God, is this they're so girl? pretty. <laughs> yeah. They're so fucking pretty. They got colored hair and everything. <laughs> oh, like I'm sweet. A, I'm a Ramona Flowers loving bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so okay so ninja sex ninja ninja brian mm-hmm. and danny sexbang mm-hmm. sir daniel sexbang sir danny sir danny are going on a cross-country girl journey to they're save, doing the song road trip okay and banging to, all the way across there to save all of the suicide girls i don't think ninja brian has sex ninja brian has the only time i've ever seen him get with a girl was at the end of first date the music video. He also where... gets the girl in Dragon Slayer. Oh, that's right. He d- he is be part of the. I think there's a and lot that's of how the game ends. The game ends with like the... Danny thinks he's on this because that's the wonderful thing about NSP is like it. And I think it has this great energy of like Danny Sexbang is like all about sex and all about the women's and all this stuff. But it's also it has this toxic energy that they address because he never really wins, you know, in a lot of his stuff. Yeah. And I think that's really cool because it's like, oh no, don't be, don't be Danny Sexbang, don't be the character of Danny Sexbang. Yeah, 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 yeah. To to be a, to a good person, so he has to go on this cross country journey, doing um very like various it, puzzles mm-hmm. and fighting various uh-huh. villains. Uh huh. And all of the boss fights play out so differently when you play as ninja brian uh-huh because when you play as ninja brian as you go across country he has like a whole like platinum games-esque growth in mechanics it, it becomes it goes it becomes a complete like third person character action game in the ninja brian route and the 
What if what if Danny Sexbang route is like what if it's, uh, PlayStation what if, 2, PlayStation 1 puzzle platformer. What if it what if it's completely two different genres in one game? So when yes. you play Danny Sexbang thing, it could be like a Dance Dance Revolution style game where you have to do all his wicked poses and singing. So it could be like a rock band game. And then when you go to Ninja Brian, it plays like fucking Vanquish. Okay. Yeah, I'm into that. Like giant, <laughs> it's like we do levels of over of Undertale, where it's like there's two completely yes, different yes, ways yes, to play yes. the game and beat the game. One is like soothing the the savage beasts with your with your lyrical so talent. Then maybe... The other one's beating the shit out of him as Ninja Brian. So then let me pitch you on this also. Okay, what's up? So the the thing about Undertale is like you can kind of swap the route in the middle of it, right? Yeah. right? Like yeah, you yeah, can yeah, just yeah. be like, I'm bad now, and mm-hmm. you start murdering everybody. Mm-hmm. What if we can add that into this uh, NSP game? And so, like, halfway through, you can just... Or, like, even in the middle of a level, you can swap between the two characters. Mm-hmm. And depending on how you handle the boss fights depends on, like, what route uh, the boys take across their country. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Star Fox 64 had these branching paths yep. you could do depending on, like, what things you tried to kill or what things you didn't kill. Mm-hmm. And so, depending on if you, like entertain the boss or kill the boss as uh dan or brian mm-hmm. that would depend whether you go north or south on your cross-country road trip oh shit and that means you would encounter different things different or like things you completely. get different power-ups yes you know it'd be really really fun because mm. the thing um that they do is like costume <laughs> ninja brian's costume doesn't change at all the only time i think i've ever seen it change is when it went to the starlight brigade music video where yeah. he's like in actual samurai armor um danny sex bang great fashion it goes oh, from yeah. like 70s like David, like David, tall man, David, uh, the great, the great thin man, I think was his caricature, um, to like just rocking a badass like leather jacket sort of thing. Yeah, there, there's a general throughout theme, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of different outfits within mm-hmm. the Danny Sexbang closet. So is it like once you get to a new area, are you just like exploring things and like there are little mini missions in, within the like, I love area? this idea that maybe we pull from like Kingdom Hearts a little bit and every uh-huh. zone he has a different outfit. Like, oh, I fucking love like that. There's like the general outfit, which is the like blue leotard and the red cape. Yeah. But as you go to different zones, maybe you hit like... You get to you Attitude hit, City. Yeah, you go to Attitude City and his outfit changes into the leather jacket. Uh-huh, or uh-huh. you go towards like uh maybe like level uh, Texas you, you or something or like sixty nine sixty nine, you get transported into the future it yeah. becomes his like spacesuit and he, now <laughs> and then it just becomes a sweet um like a uh, star citizen. Like, Hell, yes, for, yes, for yes. like for an, a couple hours. <laughs> and then like Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> How do we? Okay, so what happens for Ninja Brian? Nothing. Nothing. He just he just he stays OP, the same. He's yeah. OP the whole fucking time. Yep. <laughs> no, I think he should unlock sweet ninja weapons. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like so I thought you meant he, like like visually. Nothing will uh, change visually for Ninja Brian's aesthetic. At the beginning of the game, it it's like fucking uh, Ninja Gaiden. Basically, it becomes Ninja Gaiden for him, where he has just like a sweet like a a normal. He does like the dagger. That's his go-to thing. He just yeah. stabs people. So that's what he starts the game with. Then the next level, he gets a blow dart because he loves blow darting people. So are you saying like his? Is level- it Ninja Gaiden? As in like in Ninja Gaiden Two, you could just like randomly swap the weapons, yeah. or are you yeah, think yeah, yeah, like yeah. he'll get all of these weapons on his person? I think get all of like his- a mech suit made of knives. I yeah, I think that would be kind of fun. Where you don't see it on his body, but he can pull it out of his ass. Okay, he'll he wants. he'll swap to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Holy shit. I love NSP so much. It's They're such a good band. All right. You want to put the pin in this? And we we'll put a pin in this one. Okay, sweet. Do we have any of the other video game suggestions? I think I have. I have one. If okay. you don't. Please, you go. All right. This came from two different places. Okay. This came from Reddit. Uh, who submitted this on Reddit? It was Sukon. It was not Sukon. You got to ask, ask it, though. 
It's Sukon. It's spelled Sukon. So this came from two different people. <laughs> You're not going to acknowledge me. On the Reddit, this came from Reddit user Mama Uwu. <laughs> okay. And on Twitter, this came from Carly Ray Joestar at Sweet. Alex Creech. The submission is essentially a game that explains this fucking thing. Oh, no. And this fucking thing <laughs> is a building that is just a giant pyramid, much like the Luxor. Uh, uh-huh. Except unlike the Luxor, where it looks like a giant casino and it says Luxor and it shines a big light out of the top, mm-hmm. on the side of it, it reads, Bass Pro Shops, Ducks Unlimited, Water Fouling Heritage Center. That's very... Um... This is a 30-some-odd-tall pyramid <laughs> that the entirety of the inside of it is a hotel resort and Bass and Pro Shop. Have you ever been into a Bass Pro Shop? Yes, I've been to I, one. I love Bass Pro Shops because of the Now, would you say the that they're normally 32 tall... Thirty-two stories tall and made of giant pyramid. No, they are not normally like that. But the one thing they've always had is that they are massive. That they are because they have like so much shit in them, and it's fucking awesome. I don't know what you'd fill thirty-two stories with, other than mystery and murder. Hotels. Oh my god! What if there's been a murder here? <laughs> yeah. So I would love a murder mystery. Like um, I do want to stop and... you before we go okay. too far. Please, please, because. Please. On the Reddit, somebody left a comment that it kind of tells a little bit of the story of this place. Okay. And it's important that you know if we're going to talk about the murder mystery of this. This place was thought this place was thought to be haunted uh-huh. for a long time. Okay. Because no business could actually stay in this 32-story tall building in the middle of What was it originally built to be? It's in the middle of Memphis, Tennessee. It was originally a basketball like center. Like uh uh-huh. basketball games yeah, would yeah, happen yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a bigger stadium was built, and so all the basketball people were like, okay, we're going to go there now instead. And so they were like, okay, what are we going to do with this giant-ass pyramid in the middle of Memphis, Tennessee? Uh-huh. To which everybody's response was... Bass Pro Shops? Uh-huh. Here, that gives me an idea. What? So, Bass Pro Shops, you you follow the team, like the head, the, the head staff of this Bass Pro Shops resort, mm-hmm. but they far- start noticing paranormal things going on. What are the paranormal things, you ask? It's just the Globetrotters, but they're ghosts. <laughs> the ghosts so, of the Globetrotters? <laughs> so you have a bunch of killer Globetrotters doing like basketball stunts to kill people versus like some Memphis, Tennessee, all hunters, fishermen okay, doing okay, some okay, crazy okay. shit. Yes, yes, yes. But I want to make one more addition just so you know this. Okay. It was thought to be haunted for roughly a decade. It was empty. And some believed it was cursed due to a crystal skull installed by the owner of the Rainforest Cafe. Holy shit. So just okay, so- keep that. So we have, <laughs> we have basketball ghosts, uh-huh. a haunted Rainforest Cafe, and you play as a bunch of hunters that have been introduced into this Bass Pro Shop. What if this is a weird, like, faction-based game? So you are it's, a shop. I, you're a shopper. Okay. You're you're coming here like your family. You're a just, hunter. You're, you're or a basser. No, 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 no. You're you're blank slate. Okay. Let's say you're blank slate, right? And you come in and you come into this weird fucking contained dystopian sort of <laughs> facility where it's some g- ghost basketball players okay. versus some living crazed huntsmen and also versus some some crazed just animals. Rainforest They're animals. animals. They're yeah. fucking like the they have like it's the the gorilla from Tarzan is like the head leader of his clan. I'm gonna pitch you on this. Holy shit. They're not animals. 
it is a subcategory of furries. I was thinking druids, but I'm very into the idea of druids and furries being almost synonymous within this universe. <laughs> they look. T- <laughs> it's people who think they're druids, but they're like, "I'm going to summon my familiar." Hey Scott, go put on your costume. <laughs> so his familiar is just a dude in a furry outfit, and so it's just a bunch of crazy people and actual ghosts. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and it's this three person, three faction based. Like, objective controlling game uh-huh. that's just constantly running. I think this has to be an RPG, like some Outer world shit where you get to explore. Each floor is a different world. Yes, yes, yes. There's 32 so different worlds. Yeah. And, like, they're all different, like, cues that you can do. Like, you take... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Like, the bottom floor is, like... Is like some like uh, destiny shit where like there's uh-huh. all these world events and like tiny micro battles that are happening on the bottom floor. Yeah, which is the biggest plane. And then like if you go up to the way way top, that's where like the ranked competitions happen. And then like the shit. meta is like people will always be talking about like in in like forums and shit. Mm-hmm. People will always be like, "Yo, I I was watching some streams and I saw some people on the top floors that were using this tactic uh-huh. with this idea and like they were going like." all fishing poles against the wolf <laughs> druids which was crazy to me right but it totally works what if and you... so like everyone's always talking about what's happening on the top floors and they're trying it out on the bottom floors what it, it, you know what you should do too like <laughs> is this is this hidden or is this just a world like cuz it could be like you have to have these battle no it would be dumb cuz i was thinking like this is also still a fully functioning resort <laughs> so you have to do Guerrilla nah, warfare. I think, I think we're going to throw away it's the hotel mat- thing, and we're just going to talk about the tr- idea of this being a universe. I, I'm going to put away the fact that it's in Memphis, Tennessee, and I want to talk about this pyramid that exists in a universe that is a Bass Pro Shop-themed video game with the three factions of basketball, <laughs> druid furries, uh-huh. and huntsmen. So then you get to come in, and you get to decide what, you're, what you want to do. Yes, and, basically- and most people are going to end up mm-hmm. having like one character for each faction. Mm-hmm. Um. So the- <laughs> right, like everyone's gonna be like, ah, I have a basketball player, I have a point guard, but I'm not really like, I'm not, I don't play my point guard a lot, but I do play my fisherman a lot, and sometimes I dabble with my fish druid, but uh, <laughs> the main is definitely the so fisherman. I, I want you, I would love to do this in the Fallout sense, where like you can actually work for all three factions, but then you have to decide at the end game what you want to be. I want this to work a little bit more like World of Warcraft or Destiny. Mm, Whatever you you've chosen your character as is the one that you're going to be playing on. I think Like, it... if I have a ghost, then on the bottom floor with all the world events that are randomly happening, I'm mm-hmm. always going to be siding with the other ghosts that show up. I think it would be kind of cool to do this. Just <laughs> Keep in mind, we have other floors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it would be really, really cool to do... Man, I never thought I'd quote this game... Uh, you know, Avatar got a Wii port for a little bit. The movie Avatar. Okay. James Cameron's Avatar. Yes. It, actually, the game was is that you were one of the recruits that had a human body, but also an Avatar body. Okay. So you played a couple levels f- as an Avatar, and then you played a couple levels um, as a soldier. So then you were presented with this thing of like, okay, what do you want to do? Do you want to work with the tribals, or do you want to work with the, the fascist pieces of shit? I think that's going to be the tutorial. Mm-hmm. We'll have like a six-hour-long tutorial that players can do where they get to see and play a little bit of each of the factions and each of the subclasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when they're done with the eight-hour tutorial, uh-huh. then they're able to be like, okay, go- now you get to go ahead and make your character. What do you want to play oh, as you know, super- for our service game? You know be super cool? What's and that? you know where the tutorial ends with some sort of ritual. To become a ghost basketball player, 
you have to off yourself because that that's a commitment. You're a ghost now. Oh shit. Actually, yeah. no, maybe not because you're no. like they chose you because you're the only they need somebody that can physically interact with things. Yeah. So you're their chosen hero. And then, and what? Then, and then, or something. And then you go to the the rainforest cafe things, and you become a druid, but you're assigned a furry, and so that becomes your friend. Well, you choose. The, all the furry druids are your subclasses. Okay. Within, like within the three factions, there are subclasses, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the basketball stuff, there's point guard, there's defender, and mm-hmm. those might be the same thing. I don't know anything about bu- basketball. Yeah, me neither, brother. Um, and then you have dunk master. <laughs> so Dunkmaster, Point Guard, Defender. On the fisherman side, you have Boatsman, Gunman, uh-huh. Fisherman. Uh-huh. Those are three different things, and that's all my fishing knowledge. They're, and then they're, the strictly, druid... they're strictly like a vehicle-based faction. So they're the well, ones that control like... the, They're the one that has a unique vehicle class. Okay. I think they can all use vehicles, but I think that if you're the Boatsman, you get bonuses to boats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but that one won't be used super often because we won't. there will be some like... PV or there will be some events that maybe don't take place near the water. So, mm-hmm. but maybe if you're the boatsman, you can get like a ATV. Like one floor is just becomes water world for some reason. We could have a water world level. <laughs> so some classes are at a disadvantage at certain floors. Yes. So that would make PVP very fun and interesting. It's like, oh, I went with a, I have a, I have a land gorilla class druid. Yes. Yes. I yes. would be completely useless on PVP in the water thing. So you can have certain factions. Or certain classes controlling certain floors. Yes, there will be some floors that like some of them mm-hmm. have blatant advantages on. You know what would be cool is the but lore? But the rewards there will be really low for the faction that has blatant advances. Ah, uh, so they can't just grind there and make yeah, it like Yeah, like it, you can, but it would take yeah. so long. You do have to go to areas that you are at a disadvantage. To get because more of the rewards. Yeah. I like it. You know what the lore is? What? Is the last floor is the control center. So you can divert the the all factions are control try, fighting for control of the top so they can divert power to their various areas of the pyramid. Yes. So like we want oh, like the, the very top floor, yeah, not like it, the top floors where the pro matches happen. No, the top floor, the like the lore of the world is like okay, the he lore who of controls the, world. the top of the pyramid controls all floors below it. Okay, that kind of vibe. Okay, yeah, I'm into that. So and that, then we can do this whole <laughs> thing where we can incentivize people trying to get into the pro play because uh-huh. like when we have like our worlds contest, uh-huh. whichever faction ends up winning that. And like gets to the top floor, mm-hmm. then like for two months we're gonna have a whole bonus where like everybody that's like if if the if the basketball ghosts win mm-hmm. all of worlds, then all the basketball players are gonna get some bonus jerseys and some bonus basketballs. I have one last thing I wanna I wanna do before we decide what our nugget is. Okay. I have a good feeling it's either this or Danny Sexbang. Okay, game. okay. You know like how stores change according to the seasons? Yes. Why oh yeah, it... we're gonna do total so, seasonal. So, so but I mean it's like drastic changes. So like summertime hits. That world that's all water, it's dried up. It's no it's now all the people who had disadvantages there now have advantages there. So it becomes like the ATV class from the Hunters Guild. Yes. It becomes it's it becomes a Mad Max Wonderland yes, yes, during yes. the summer. Okay. <laughs> yes, this is so cool. <laughs> Dude, this I actually kind of want to go to this Bass Pro Shops because it, it's It'd I be- want this game to exist. <laughs> You'd play the hunter. I would. I think I would probably play hunter. Yeah. yeah I think I'd be, go be a, the druid because I, I, I think have our a problem right now buddy. is we haven't worked out what the ghost plays like. Mm, I think it's all. I think the ghosts have a lot more mobility than the mm. other two classes, mm-hmm. but they also have a unique thing of like. I think they can control things. Like I think they can possess things. So it could be. They're I'm adaptable, like say about the idea of them being able to possess things because that would 
almost guarantee that they would have objective control in some regions because mm-hmm. it'd be like, oh, don't go around the gun hall because mm-hmm. the ghosts can just haunt the guns. Well, I mean, like, I think that would be understandable because, like, I think each class needs to have their own, like, zone that the other one, it's it's very unlikely. Don't go there because they control that region. Like, you wouldn't go to the Rainforest Cafe as in the other, any, as any other classes. That's fair, yeah. That's the control place. You wouldn't go to the basketball court because... That's ghost town. Yeah, they'll just fire basketballs at you or some shit. Uh, <laughs> dude, a basketball court called Ghost Town is pretty cool, actually. So what specialties do the ghosts have? I I think that there's one ghost that is like a tank, mm-hmm. and that's like the defender ghost. Mm-hmm. I think that there's one, the dunk master ghost. I think they should be very team-centric. Like all the other ones I I picture is like you can do pretty well by yourself. This one, it's like you are Oh, given they all have super... a bunch of passives where if, if they're with another player, yeah. then they're stronger. Yeah, so then yes. they can do like certain, they are much more efficient as a team than the other classes Okay, are. yes, I'm into this idea because very it, it, much. It gives that like sort of like ball, like, I don't know, centric thing. Like it's yeah. basketball, like it's a team-based sport. And yes, yes. I, and if, like the defender then would have an ability where they could teleport to a friend and they'd be like blocking for them. You know what would be really fucking wicked? What? They can teleport floor to floor. Be like, my buddy is having I'm, an a, is having an, a, like they can come I'm to the their idea aid. of them being the only class that can join in game. Because mm-hmm. the way that I think the floors are is like the floors are different cues, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to jump into like the PvP mm-hmm. or the PV, like if you want to jump into like the... Let's say that we have like an Overwatch game type of like mm-hmm. push the objective. Mm-hmm. That's going to be on floor thirty, like twenty seven. How about this? How about this? So say you are you have joined the Ghost Guild, okay, and you are the only one online or whatever. So a Ghost version, a proxy shows up anytime you get into trouble. So like you can be a Ghost on your own, and you get suddenly jumped. A proxy version of your friend comes to your support, whether they're online or not. Oh, that's interesting. So they get and the like, AI of that proxy is mm-hmm. based on the actual like how they SR play our skill of mm-hmm. the player. So like if they have that, a I'm very type, into. So yes. that way you always have backup, whether they're on or not. Okay, yes, that's yeah. very cool. That's and then if they're logged on, then the bonuses of like being there for the friend and like mm-hmm. bonus points to teammates. Yeah, you get it. Like if you, you get, get it if they're logged thing. on. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. they're not logged on, then you just have the AI ally there, but mm-hmm. without the bonuses. Mm. Yes. Hell, yes. That's very cool. <laughs> All right, we get inside our nug. This I, is the I, nug. I think this is the this nug. This is yeah. the nug. As much as I love Danny Sexbang and the crew, this one's weird. I don't know if we this have anything left to work out though. Mm-hmm. We know that the bottom we have our factions. Mm-hmm. We have some of the extra skills. Mm-hmm. We know that there's going to be an 8-hour tutorial. <laughs> we have our in-game fiction of like you you're are, trying to play you generally the rotation would be that you like you play this game you do the pvp games the mm-hmm. top 10 floors are like where like the high like that's our gold silver diamond platinum mm-hmm. pvp area whoever wins worlds gets a bonus to their faction ooh that'd be cool i think we're good yeah that's a game that's a that's fucking, a game that's a fucking game that's what it is shit what do we call it do we just call it the Bass Pro Shops Pyramid Scheme? or the <laughs> Bass Pro Shop Pyramid Scheme's not bad. <laughs> I do want to ask really quick. Yeah, what's up? How much time do we have left? We have zero time. It's We just hit our hour mark. Okay, I was going to see if we wanted to squeeze Ducks Unlimited in there so much, but I don't think we're going fit to it, fit it. So, unless Bass Pro Shops we- Dunks Unlimited. <laughs> there you go. Is that is that the game? Um, I don't know. It's kind of like it's it's very favorite of the ba- of the basketball people. 
Like that well, faction. It, it, it favors the basketball team uh-huh. and the hunters team, but there's not a lot of druid in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm fine with that. That'll be like a little bit of that mystery that you unfold when you play the eight-hour campaign. Wait, can, you, can you give me the, the game name again? Bass Pro Shops Dunks Unlimited. In parentheses, a furry-friendly game. A furry-friendly game. Okay, yeah, I'm down with that. Bass, <laughs> Bass Pro Shops Dunks Unlimited, a furry pro, a pro furry game. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. We'll get um what's his face? The Sonic Fox? We'll get Sonic Fox to to uh Are there any other pro furries? Like professional furries, you know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. Like I know Or does I know Dan have, I know Dan's a furry. He has a huge thing for Rouge, which I understand. Yeah, but like it's not like he's running around in a fursuit like Sonic Fox I mean, like, is. Not all fur not all furries wear fursuits, man. Yeah, but like, like our if you're said. gonna claim that you're a furry and you're famous and you're not running around with a head like a furry head like Sonic Fox is, then <laughs> the fuck what you do with your life. The point? <laughs> all right. Well, I'm into it. This is a good fucking this game. This is a good game. We ready to go to patch notes? Yes, Bob? I'm ready to go to patch notes. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Blake and I have a couple little announcements for you guys. Nothing super new, just the general stuff. We have a Patreon now, and Blake and I have officially decided we're keeping the Discord. Yeah, we have some. We have a couple. Uh, we have a lot of fun people on there. We like having conversations. Uh, Nick King B. Foling is on there. Andrew, who Death Forgot. Fun. I, I love having Andrew on there because they. It was weird. A couple episodes, a few episodes back, they were the one that made the game about my broken ass face. Yeah, and now we're like tight with them on Discord, which it's is kind of cool. cool. <laughs> the energy in the Discord's really, really nice, and it's like it, chill. it's it's bizarre having that mm-hmm. as creators for the first time yeah it's yeah. weird but it's really cool and we'd more than welcome anybody to come in and kind of check that out uh two dollars a month will get you into our discord and we'll get you access to the old ghost tapes that blake and i recorded yeah months ago i was almost oh no no it was like se- fuck was it like it was like eight months ago we're like eight eight months in this yeah yeah and you know what's even crazier dudes what we hit number 99 on itunes Video game podcast. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that was. Like, if it was just like the algorithm, like, did the math and was like, these guys are killing it. And yeah. it's like, thanks. I'm I like, all of the podcasts underneath mm-hmm. us were podcasts that I listened to that are like 10, 20 times bigger than us. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. How, thanks. how the fuck did we get there? Which leads me to the next thing. I think we get there because of your guys's, we've been getting some more reviews. Yeah. That's so if entirely you can... through your guys' support. So. So if you guys um, keep doing that, we're going to keep growing on the charts and hopefully more people will find us and we'll get more fun new game idea submissions yeah so keep keep those coming those <laughs> reviews those listens anything and everything you guys can do another way is of course submissions we can't do this podcast itself without getting submissions from you guys so you can send us your submissions on twitter at spiritual suck with two c's with two c's on email at spiritual successor podcast at gmail.com and through reddit we're either using the old Cool Games Inc. Reddit or our own Reddit nowadays at spiritual underscore successor. You guys want to see the wonderful art for our Bass Pro Shop games? Tune in this Thursday on our Twitter or on our on the Cool Games Inc. Reddit or our Reddit where I will be sharing it. Last and certainly not least, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi. An excellent song for an excellent album for an excellent game. Listen to USA. That game, that album fucking rocks. USA by Anna Monaguchi. They just dropped it. It's so good. It's please, so go, <laughs> please, please go listen to it. If you like the Ruby soundtrack, it's very, it's very Ruby-esque. The vocals in my are similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But hey, guys, it's been a fun week. This has been Spiritual Successor. And I'm AJ Hart. And I'm Blake Rea. And these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>